Well, I guess you're about ready then, aren't you? How about some ether? What? Never mind. All right, let's get right to the heart of this thing. Welcome to the Waymo Gonzo Podcast. We are live with episode 51, coming to you on February 4th, 2023. We got a lot going on this episode. There's some crazy shit happening out there in the world. A lot of crazy shit. Right off the top, it's fucking no fat February. How many of you can say you're participating? Probably zero, other than my boy and I. I don't know. You said you were still fapping. Oh, <clears throat> see, that's the thing. No fat February. What's the rules on no fat February? No let's, fap. Exactly. Let's let's go through. But with you were it. fapping. The fapping is the part of you know you can't come. You know what I mean? That's you can't the rule. fap at all, man. You can't fap you can't at all. Can't even flick your wiener to get it all out of your. Pee. I was I was fucked up on the rules then because you know yeah. my thing is it's semen retention month pretty much. And the only way to fucking get your semen out is you can't do it yourself. All you right, gotta, then it's no semen February. We'll change it. Well, damn. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I don't know. No fapping, because, you know, the point of fapping is coming, so... You know what I mean? You but can fapping like, is fapping. But what if you don't come? Um, you're not supposed to use a gun. You still use a gun, but the person doesn't die. Did you still use a gun? Yeah. So, here's your answer. Terminology. But moving on, because it's pretty quite simple. You just don't come. It's quite simple. Yeah. There's no coming, man. Semen retention month. It's like, this is what the government yep. wants from you this month. There's too many babies popping off in fucking, you know, nine months from now. So we need you to just take into account of, you know, closing off your cock hole for a whole month. And we were like, of course, that's our duty. That's our hmm. grace. No, actually, we're doing it for a greater purpose than the government. We're doing it to uh, become stronger and more disciplined men. That's going to probably be a common theme in this episode is discipline. It's huge. Discipline, self-discipline. It's fucking enormous, beyond belief. And you've gone through some self-discipline this week. Uh, I have, I have. A few things. So, I mean, you know, before we break off into that branch of the tree, I just want to say, uh, you know, how much dedication we put into this fucking bod. It's a fucking amazing thing, you know. We got our fucking IT guy over here, the brains of the shit. It's beautiful. You know what I mean? It's a it's a blessing of a thing. And then, you know, for us to every week get to our establishment and set up shop, do the shop, yeah. edit the shop, post the shop. So I just really want to say my two kudos on just, you know what I mean, the thank you for our dedication to this goddamn pod because this is a lot. It's a fucking lot. It's uh, it's worth every fucking bit of motivation. We never gave up on this pod. Never. We might have taken a short period of breaking, but we never really gave up. And I don't plan on quitting or giving up. I don't like to quit projects that I start. Because uh, why would you quit, you know? Why would you quit? I could get into it. I could get into it. I had a point to get to. Yeah. So we have we have this thing called uh, consistency, I think. So it's like you don't take any breaks, and it doesn't matter if people are watching or listening every week. Honestly, it could be one or two listeners, and I would still do it. I'm just like we're staying consistent. I'm not bogged down by oh, do they like it or are they listening to it? I don't fucking care. Because at the end of the day, it's it's about the end game. 
the more we keep putting shit out, the more it's just going to keep growing and growing. And we may not even know what the end game is right now, but we know it's we know there's something out there. And that's why we're going to keep mining at this uh, this podcast. I think that was the point of what I was trying to say. Precisely. It's like, oh, there's all this lithium in these mines. What can we do with it? We can build fucking electric vehicles. You know what I mean? Once this caffeine kicks in, my brain will be firing on all circuits. I'm just like waiting for it. You know, I'm a little cylinders. I'm a little nice, you know, cozied up of of a good meal. So I'm just a little bit sluggish, huh? A little bit, but it's Saturday. I've done my tasks. I'm good. If I feel any like sense of, uh, you know, laziness after eating, which is like a normal thing. If I feel that, my brain's telling me you're a fat piece of shit for just eating a single meal. You know what I mean? Not overly eating, just eating a single. I'll do some more push-ups because that's something I've been getting into. A hundred push-ups a day before you leave the house. Then you can go to the gym. That is what it is. And I'll start upping, you know, the dosage of them, the fucking, the reps, whatever the fucking repertoire calls for each week. You know what I mean? So a hundred before you leave the house. It's a great fucking thing to do because then you go to the gym and then you get your more gains. You know, you can even do more push-ups there. It don't fucking matter. It's all up to you. But that's a really good thing that I've been noticing after I brought that back into my life because I used to do that when I worked at the Weld Co. I would bust out like, you know, a hundred of them, at least while I was there or something, 125 because I was able to freely. And, uh... I've already been noticing, you know, a strong improvement within my posture and my fucking build growing. And it's something great because, you know, I'm thoroughly myself. I've been addicted to the cardio. I love my miles. But at the same time, there's nothing like those gains. And it's like you got to, like, keep switching it up. But, like, you got to keep adding more if you want to see it fucking happen. So... That's just, like, one thing that, you know, we've been leading into, I mean, at least I have, but with, like, you know, the no fat February shit that's happening, the semen retention that's good for you in your brain, because then, you know, you're not Let's just... Let's just call it that, semen retention. No more no fat yeah, February. Yeah, semen I, 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 I feel like it's going to go beyond, you know, February, possibly. I don't know if I can handle that, but we'll call it semen retention. Yeah, semen retention, and it has to be only, the, the only way the semen comes out of is it's by a female, so... Yeah. Exactly. And I ain't even... I ain't even really focused on that either. I'm cool with just keeping it. And that's where I'm getting down now. So, you know, we look at the uh, the whole fuckery of having a female, right? You know what I mean? It like, you know, ever since I was young, uh, and I'm going to tell the truth on this because that's all we have is the truth at the end of the day, you know? And my subconscious mind for all my years you know what i mean ever since like probably like i want to say it was like probably freshman year you know what i mean eighth grade you know like my subconscious mind was always in that search like oh you don't have that person you're lonely you know what i mean and then like it's always created that like that fucking fog in my mind of like oh my God, I, you know, don't have anybody in my life. And like, it feels like you have to search for that person. It feels like you're like, you're missing out on life without it. You see a fucking happy couple downtown and drinking fucking alcohol or whatever, or you just see them at a restaurant, wherever the fuck it may be. But it, you, it like, it triggers that part in your brain. And what that does is it turns this men soft. It makes us fucking emotional. It can make you lazy. It can make you depressed. And it's fucked. You know what I mean? Takes a lot of your time. It's stupid. And then it also, a female also, you know, fuck with your financial stability too. 
And that's another great thing because right now, well, as young men, as young men, I'm you have fucking to, you time have to, to grind. stop there and say the female's not doing it. You, it's your responsibility. Yep, I agree if with she, that. If money is low because you spent it on a girl, it's your, it's your fault. I agree she with has, that. She's not responsible for that. I agree with that. She's not responsible for stealing your time from you or or uh, distracting you either, because it was your choice to allow it. Exactly. But so you get into that vault though, and. So a lot of men, they all base themselves, you know, off of like, oh my God, like, you know what I mean? Like that whole fucking scenario. Throw that out the fucking window. That's a bitch mentality. You know what I mean? Like that's fucking horse shit because, you know, especially right now at this age, I'm, I'm only fucking 24, dog. My man's 25. You know what I mean? This is the time we need to grind and we need to fucking build. Because when we hit 35, that's going to be our peak. When these women's peak is at fucking 19 or 20. You know what I mean? When they're the fucking, the fucking, that's when our peak's going to be. And that's why, you know what I mean? It seems misogynistic or whatever the fuck. Macogonistic, I don't fucking know. But that's why it seemed that way as, you know, guys in their 30s, they like the women that's in their 20s, in their young 20s. And the women in their 20s like the guy that's in their 30s or whatever. But it's seen it's misogynistic when it's the other way around, when a guy likes a fucking girl that's younger. But that's, that's what I'm saying. It's the whole fact of, you know, now's the grind time right now, man. We You can't be getting wrapped up in this shit. It's it's the fucking the climb to the grind right now. It's the fucking truth. Making yourself valuable, building something, anything to make yourself a valued man. Why would woman even want a Cameron or a Tyler? Why would they want a Cameron or a Tyler right now? We're, uh... We're at the bottom, but we're free, so that's the thing. We're free to uh, be lazy if we want to. One day, if we get wrapped up in the business of it all, we may not have the option to be lazy, and that's the sacrifice. Uh, there's going to be a lot of trials and tribulations up from here at this point. It's not going to get any easier. But uh, as long as we stay mentally okay and stay on track and disciplined... We can conquer the world. Per se. And that's a beautiful thing right there to think about, though. You know what I mean? Because, like, it's just, it's stupid. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's stupid. It just makes you look and feel like a bitch when you're out there just chasing. There's no reason to chase. Let that shit, you know what I mean? Focus on yourself. But another thing that I was kind of thoroughly fucked up about is, uh, the secret rules of the talking stage that I didn't know about. Where the fuck were these created? I shouldn't have to fucking Google search this shit. You know what I mean? It's not as simple as knowing what's Sometimes right. Sometimes you do. It's it's not like, you know, the talking stage taught. is not as simple as knowing what's right from wrong. Like a good religious person does his point of view. You know what I mean? Where you just know what's right from wrong. You know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. You know what I mean? There's like secret fucking rules out here. What's the talking the stage to you? So there's like three stages. There's the courting phase where you're dragging her in, getting to know her. There's the dating phase where you're taking her out and going and dating. And then there's the relationship. So which part of that is the talking phase? The beginning, the middle, or the relationship? Oh, I'm talking about like the fucking beginning and the middle combined. So when you're still courting her, when you're bringing her in. And you're still like going out on dates and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
in it's that just, area. So, because what you know, Still okay, building this attraction. is the thing, right? This is what it looks uh, in the in the big like painted portrait that's you know behind us. Um, what it's looking like is like okay, you think that you're trying to get a girl to like you in that whole that chasing scenario, when in reality you're actually in competition with the other men that are in her fucking inbox. So you got to take that into account. You that's that's if you want to play that fucking game, that's the game you got to realize. And when they should be in competition, the women should be in competition for you as well. Exactly. That's why you got to just work on yourself. So, but as uh, a roundtable survey has prevailed us and you know came to our fucking acknowledge, it looks like that more women right now would rather have. it's the money if they were, you know, instantly gratified by it or whatever. You know, they would rather have the money than the stable, steady, slow, steady pace wins the race type of a mentality. You know what I mean? For not chasing and focusing on women, you're doing a lot of focusing on women. Yeah. You just got to point that out. I'm just running down the recap of all the videos I've been watching, you know, of my, our, the 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 gentleman named Tate, you know what I mean. Mm. But other good news may not be the best relationship advice from him. But uh, yeah, go on. I get it. Another good news, I threw out that fucking pacifier, that fucking stupid ass Chinese nicotine or wherever the fuck it comes from. Threw that bitch out. I'm done. I'm done. I quit smokes over about ten months ago. The vape. I'm done with that shit, man. That's pretty good. All I need. Give me some fucking salt pouches, brother. You, you don't need that. Now, I could go nicotine-free, but then my metabolism won't be as best as it could be. You know, my be shit would be like staying in there a little bit longer. And I don't like my shit staying in me a little bit longer. You know, I want that shit out of me. So, Well, it sounds like you're uh, using that as a crutch to keep using. Well, that's what it's always been is about metabolism, man. You can always be thinner, as Patrick Bateman says can be anything. It's if you choose to do it. Yeah. But you're just know that you're choosing nicotine. That's a choice. You don't have to take it. But it was cool seeing that you threw out, you know, you you had your little Snapchat story and you threw out your vapes and your yep. juices and you put it all out. It's, juices. It's yeah, good that you, it's good I ain't that I've been a mod person. It's good that you didn't wait and say, oh, I'm going to finish up all the juice first and then I'll throw it out because that's like, no, fuck that. Like, even if you did spend the money, it's, you're, you're saving your fucking health and your lungs. So That's the main thing I've been noticing. That's the, uh, that's the rule of... It's, it's the fucking miles, you know, I've been running. It's what's like, that called? Man, it's just, I, I feel the phlegm and shit on my throat. I was like, God, get this out of my life. Sunken and, cost know. theory. Look it up, Jamie. Sunken yeah, cost Yeah, it's crazy fallacy. how expensive the vapes are compared to these, though. And these, they don't fuck with anything. You're good. It's actually really nice when you spend money. Well, it's stupid, but when you spend money on a shitty thing such as a vape, but then you decide to toss it out without using it, you might have spent the money, but it's like you made a better choice just throwing it out. And you're like, damn, why wasting my money? Yeah, but, so if uh, you out there and you got a whole prescription of real pay, fucking perk 30s, throw them out. Flush them down the toilet, flush G. Em. 
Flush them. You ain't got to use them just because you bought nope. them. Nope. You ain't got to, you know what I mean, get on that that wave, you know? That's the sunk cost fallacy. Look it up, Jamie. But, yeah. That's cool. I'm glad you touched on that a little bit, the nicotine. It's a health fucking thing, man. See, you go back on your word a lot. You weren't going to gamble till you hit uh, Vegas. You gambled. You weren't going to do the pouches until you got a kid. Well, you done the pouches. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't thoroughly set on that, that whole fucking not gamble till Vegas until I bo we booked our flights. And then it was officialized. You know what I mean? I need shit to be officialized in my life to be like, okay. You know what I mean? It's that whole just like, you know, you go back, we backtrack about that talking stage. It's like, I, I, that's why I don't fucking like it. It ain't official. I, I don't like this, you know what I mean? So fuck that shit. Until I have shit that's officialized, then fuck it. You know what I mean? It's got to be officialized. That's what I like about it. That's where I'm at. I need to have that fucking proof of fucking insurance. I need to Ch have that. Change that talking stage to the courting stage. You got to look up with the courting. courting. That's what it's See, called. See, that's what I'm saying. There's all this, like, fucking nonsense on Google. You got to, like... Hold on, man. No, that's what you're I'll doing. I'll be down to supper in a minute. I gotta like do some Because Googling. there's no real thing as the talk. What is the talk? What are you speaking to her? What are you texting her? What are you like speaking on the phone? What is the talking stage? You gotta be like, no, I'm courting her. I'm getting her to come into my circle, to come into my world a little After bit. After you've already like hung out a lot of times and you've already, you know what I mean? That like, like that, if that's still the courting stage, I guess. I feel like recording starts is. before you go on a date or you start dating her. Before you start dating, but her. that's not considered dating if you go on dates. Yeah, that's you're still dating. Talking her. If you're going on dates with her, you're dating her. I thought dating was relationship. You know what I mean? No, that's why it's relationship not considered dating. comes after dating. See, that's what I mean. You get too bogged down with these new age terms. I don't. I don't see exactly. It's fucking me up. I'm like, that's why you keep it simple. There's only three steps to the process. It's either black or it's white. <laughs> but it, it's not, it don't it's not work important that way no anymore. More. It's yeah, not important exactly. anymore because it's not a main focus. So we can just toss yeah. that out the window. But it ain't. It ain't 1940s America. So it's not. Shit don't work like that. But no it's. More. It's better. We didn't even grow up in that stage. But it's like we idolize that shit. There's too many options. Too many options. Analysis paralysis. Too many options for women. There's enough options for men, but they just don't know how to get there. Because they're focused on the end goal, but not the work to get to the end goal. It's like, why can't we just be married already? Because you got to <laughs> build a fucking relationship. So you don't just fall in love. Love is a verb. You have to love someone. You have to give them service. You have to sacrifice your time and all this shit for them and build it. It doesn't just, oh, I love her, man. I, it's because you you got this romantic idea, whether from the movies or from wherever. That's some shit right there. That, that's like pre-programmed subconsciously in your brain. Yeah, yeah that's what don't fucks even everybody think up. outside of that. They're just like, nope, this is love. You're spitting hit. You're spitting some heat, man. You just keep preaching. That was like me at a fucking little AA meeting the other day. I was spitting that shit. That cocksuckers coming up to me left and right after like thanking me. So keep going with that shit. Bottom you, line you, is people don't do enough of like learning. People yeah. don't do enough to to shift their. I guess. To shift their perspective. See, that's that's exactly what they say is like you got to make them your friend. And that like easily gets overlooked past. Just like as when people tell you save your money as a child, you look past that unless you're fucking smart. So, yeah, I get that now. That's what it is. You got to make them a friend. That's what it is.
If you want the long term, but goal. don't be in the friend zone. Now see, then then there's like the other berries. It's like, oh, you made it past this point. Now hold on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a constant. But it gets you ever been easier. to like DC and shit? You seen like the podiums that come out of the ground, so you can't drive your suburban through the motherfucker. It's like, nope, you can't keep driving. Oh, I just spilled coffee on my dick. Dick. While we're on the perspective topic, I wanted to bring up per- the the power of perception. And this came from a book. But we'll get into the book later. I just want to get to my point. You get your nicotine in you so you feel all right. <laughs> the power of... Hey, that's okay. If this is all I do, fuck you. You know what I mean? Not you, not fuck you, but fuck you. Nobody... You who cares? Let them exactly. judge you. That's all They're I need. to judge you either way, and that's what I'm getting to with this percept- perception thing. I love so, nicotine. This, I love it. All right. I'm a nicotine fiend. Great. Of pouches at this point. In my the life. power of perception. So this idea that... You're in control of the way that other people can see you. One example is how you dress. Do you vape? They see you holding a vape, so they think you're a vapor. But how you dress, right? I don't have a vape. Type of, just listen. The type of car you drive. So they, you can control the way that people see you, the way they view you. And I chose to just dress comfy today because I don't really care. But my whole point is they see you. And really importantly, are you in just a t-shirt? Are you wearing some fucking nice Jordans, some Converse? Or are you wearing some fucking Crocs? And there's motherfuckers that pull up in public and slides. And like, I, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just getting here, out Here's the house. my opinion like on that. And I saw some dude today. And I saw some dude today at the chicken store. The uh, the chicken fillet. I saw him walk in with his Croc shoes on. And my perception of him and anyone who wears slides or Crocs... <laughs> Is, I never owned a pair of slides in my life. Is they're lazy or they're just that's my perception is they're lazy. They just don't care. They just left the house, didn't second guess like what what they look like, how they come across to anybody. And you might not think that's an important thing, but the way people perceive you either opens or closes doors in your life. So another example, you pull up to a fella on the road. Let's say he's got a flat tire and he's driving in a nice little Benz. It's it's not too. It's nice. It's you know not what old. Saying? Not it a lot of high shitty. miles. Like it, it ain't, ain't a, oh shit. It's like one. a 2020. So yeah. you pull up on him, and you're driving like a 2008 Nissan. It's a little beat up, and you're like, "Hey, bro, you're tired." Like you're trying to get him to roll down the window. He sees you in that beat up car. He's just like, "Fuck, fucks." He got to tell me looking at your whip like, "Nah." You, broke as hell he ain't got shit to tell me drives off flat tire car blows up and he dies but in a different situation he looks next to you and he sees tyler not in a nissan he sees him in a fucking skyline gtr just like hey bro roll down the window hey what's good like hey bro your tire is flat bro he's like oh shit damn thank you bro for real thank you thank you see it's the way he perceived you because he saw this gentleman in a nice fucking vehicle so he thinks you're a higher value man which you probably are he, he, he puts you on this higher pedestal. He said, I should value what this guy has to say because he looks like a high-value man because of my perception of him. Materialistic point of views, people. And that is very true in today's society. My boy's fucking knowledge is not wrong. 
But then you got to look at the Gandhi aspect too. Finding that even balance between the two. You know what I mean? You got to find that. You could be Gandhi. You could be like, I walk around fucking bare feet. I don't care what people think. But the difference is they're always going to perceive you. No. And so that's what I'm going to have to get at everybody. And it sucks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I got to read this scripture real quick. You know what I mean? I had to read this for a guy the other day because this is like one of my favorite little prayers of the day. So, right. What the fuck? My shit disappeared? It's good you brought it up because it's not just about cars, clothes. It's just also about your attitude is the way you're perceived. Are you... Uh, That's pretty shitty. It do you stand up straight? Do you have good posture? That's something a high-value man would have. Are you slouching? Are you a fat person? If I see a fat person, I'm going to perceive them to probably be lazy too and not care about their health. So I'm going to look at you as a lower-value person. All right. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, I was gonna say though. Anyway, it's it's the battle between the spiritual and the materialistic view in life. That's what it is. But I, you know what I mean. Like that's what I'm saying. It's fifty fifty. It's about what you want. It is. I'm a materialistic person. I'm just saying. Straight I am up. too, man. I'm wearing a hundred twenty dollar Lulu pants right now, and they're fucking comfortable. I, I want, love these motherfuckers. I, I want money. I do too. That's how it is. So I that's mean, the way I think. That's the world today, people. Ruled by fucking money. Cash rules everything around me. Don't hate it. Just keep playing the game. Yeah, don't There's hate no, the player. I'm talking hate to you. Hate the game. I'm talking to you. You're, you're like this materialistic world. It's like, well, you could be broke. That's fine. But I will say that. There's a difference in like what you're doing with the materialistic view. If you're, yeah, your everyday life, yeah, your your main life, yeah, materialism is the way to go. When it comes to working a spiritual program like Alcoholics Anonymous, I have to be spiritual. I have to be spiritual. Not, There's no not material just in that. One or the other. They all come together in this fucking puzzle. Yeah, and that's all right. And that that's where it brings me into this. So I had two really good top or talks uh, about God within the past couple of days, and I'm not like, oh my god, I see that. No, I've always like, you know, what I mean, since I've gotten sober, I finally developed a relationship with God. You know, some fucking good sweet time ago, but. What I'm getting at is I was in the sauna, right, the other day, and uh, I was chopping it up with a with a priest who was from England, and uh, it was really good. The co- The topic started over, like, you know, just some dumb shit over, like, my Nike compression that I wear. He's like, do those help? You know what exactly. I mean? I'm, I'm not even trying to imitate voices. I'm, exactly. I'm beyond that shit now. I'm trying to grow up. Exactly. But, yeah, and so we started talking about some good things. Turns out he's a priest, and he, like, comes to help fucking churches here in America. He's actually helping a church in Indian Hill. And uh, we get talking about the topic, and then, you know, I tell him what I do. I, you know, I work in the substance, uh, you know, fucking field of uh, treatment and all that good stuff. And, you know, he says, like, that. you know, that's actually a problem that's occurring at our church. There's a lot of families over in Indian Hill. The kids are so privileged that... Um, all they do is just fucking blow their Smoke money on dope. drugs. Yep. And the parents are fucking just enabling it. And he said it's such a horrible thing because the kids are becoming resentful at their parents now. And you know what I mean? When they try to say that they're doing wrong. And like we just had a great fucking conversation talking about pretty much doing God's work on like mm-hmm. God's time. And like just, you know what I mean? And then today I got out of Target. I was going to get some personal items. And uh, I-, I ran into uh, one of our fans of the pod, Philip. He's a good old, uh, you know, like, West Side guy, you know what I mean? I don't know what high school he went to, but he works at P-Fit, right? And, uh, you know, so kudos to him. Why don't you him. just tell him his address, too? Yeah, I guess. It's uh, 1212. No, but um, 
So Philip and me were chatting it up right in front of Target. Right in front of the Target. People were walking around, grippos, bags are flying in the air and shit. Mm. And uh, you know, he said to me this one thing that really stuck with me, and it was like, you know what I mean? If you fuck up on one moment. That's the beautiful thing of life. The next moment, you get the choice to do the next right thing. And it really hit for me because, you know, like, he was just spitting that good God talk to me, talking about, like, you know what I mean? He said, if, 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 you know what I mean, you feel like you're having troubles or, you know, you're chasing, you know, women and stuff like that, he said, then you have to admit to God that you're not ready for one. And that shit was like, damn, Philip. And he's like, man, and then God's going to bring you the one to help you be on your way. He said, it's not about that. He said, you got to come with God. And you got you to gotta wake up every morning and ask God, what's your next task today that you need to complete for the man above? And, man, it was just like, it was, it was a beautiful fucking thing. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't really, you know, like that Jehovah's Witness talk. But when a man's talking about God, there's something about that that is fire. You know what I mean? Like... And, you know, I haven't gone to church in a long time. You know what I mean? I like, because I the spiritual program I work, I feel close to my higher power. And, you know, it would be nice, but, like, that works for the people that I guess aren't in this program. You know what I mean? I, I will find myself, I'm sure, in a service one day soon. But for the time being, it's okay because of the, the spiritual program I work, he's involved. But I'm just saying, it's it's like... That is what brings us back to our reality. That's what brings us back into the moment is God. I'm telling you. It's it's something that, you know, we get caught up away with viewing that materialistic stuff and thinking of the alternative, like, you know, reasonings of, like, what we're really trying to get at. But when you really come down to it, it's like that good, stable base, man. I'm telling you, like, it's fucking, it's soothing. It's very soothing. Is God going to pay your bills, too? That's where it goes back into the material. Keep grinding. Keep working. I'm just talking about... It's all in this big crock pot. It's all pieces of yep, this pieces. puzzle you gotta that have we're all wrapped of it. up yep. in. Yep. You got to have all of this. It's not one or the other. Nope. Everything. But yes, Everything God's important. God is important. See, that priest wouldn't have stopped and talked to you, gave you this advice, maybe if you weren't wearing those compression shorts. So he saw... His perception of you was like, damn, those are pretty sick. I'm gonna talk to this white boy, or he was just flirting. he was white, <laughs> or or he was just or he was just flirting with you, trying to find no, a way to speak to you. No, he was in the in the sauna. He wasn't with flirting. the younger man. He was he was spitting that good heat, you know. Uh, he was spit shining your wee wee. Okay, <laughs> on to the next, on to the next one. But uh, yeah, I'm just saying, so it's good. But I mean, that's why I, I'm thankful. We got, you know what I mean. Uh, you know, my man's over here. He was talking about, you know, you should set like weekly goals. What do you want to accomplish for this daily, week? daily, weekly? Even. Yeah, that's like and monthly. It, it brought me into that whole equation. And how it's a day by day, yearly, thing. bro. That shit's heavy, and you have to write them down. You can't just be like, oh yeah, it's in the back of my brain. I want to do that eventually. I want to get the old Astro van fixed up and bring it down to Sturgis and fucking for the one fucking day. Davidson. One day we'll get the Wolf main pie. Yep. One day. No, you got to write that shit down, and he's right about that because when you write it down, it like it does something to your mind. Like I, I, I can't describe it because I'm not a neurological neurologist or a fucking. Because it's it's literally like. X marks the spot. It's like what was? Uh, nah, this thing. This is it. 
You're moving toward this thing, not fucking whatever your brain's thinking, spinning up at the yep, moment. Exactly, not the fucking... Keeps you on test. Not the pussy on the fucking explore page, not the fucking, you what know, casino ding, ding lights. Wait, not what, the fuck. what was I doing again? I forgot. Oh, oh shit, I should have oh, wrote it down. What bro, Tyler exactly. said, write it down. And for those people out there that's still smoking dope, you yeah, know what I mean? I love you, kicking you know in. I, mean? I feel like I'm oh, 17 again. Oh, yeah, you know it's going when my legs are starting the ADHD mode, like whatever whatever but uh yeah i mean for the for the good folk that that's still out there and indulge in that fucking california grass you know what i mean uh like i remember when i used to smoke weed i used to get that short-term memory loss when i'd be like oh wait what, what, wait hold on i was just i was bro i was just i had some, I, it's not just that uh, ain't thinking shit your focus it could be like a notification boom bang. your focus is lost because focus is not something extreme flow state focus. You can't just start a task and a minute later you're in that flow state. You got to take some time. Oh, oh, I'm getting more and more focused. I'm not checking my phone. I'm getting, oh, finally, I'm in that state. I'm in that state of mind. I'm focused. I'm going. Notification. Bing. Oh, shit. I already Gone. forgot where I was. I'm back at square one. Gone. God damn it. And that's the thing. Let me just say this. Front. This is another piece of the book. <laughs> Uh, this came from the Curtis Jackson Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. At every turn, I'm a paraphrase, so I ain't stealing game, but... Yeah, this ain't no vitamin water. At every... Ooh, he made a pretty penny off of that. At every turning point, someone is there to either help you or slow you down. So they're either there to help speed you up or slow you down. At every turning point in your life. Now, what does, now that could be... That could be friends. That could even be family. So not necessarily saying you have to cut out people, but some people you probably should consider it or just keep a distance. Because another thing, as he says, is you're only as strong as the weakest member of your crew. So they say that a lot. You become the sum of the people that you hang around, and that is nothing further than the truth. So that's important. And I feel good about that because I feel like personally within my group, I feel like, you know what I mean? And there's been people that was in, you know, our same group that we whacked. We whacked them. You know what I mean? Not Weed a, whacker. No, you know, not Italian mob boss whack them, but like, and you know, not no gay. We fucking whacked them. Whacked them off. <laughs> yeah, we whacked them off. No, I'm talking about we we got rid of them. You know what I mean? My circle is fucking like, oh, you know, that term, whatever. If you're a hater on that term, the circle, but... You know, I've got I've got three main fucking good people in my life, and I love it. And then besides that, it's family, it's fellowship, and it's coworkers. You know what I mean? And I consider coworkers fellowship, to be honest, because of the spiritual program I'm in, and it's a beautiful fucking. The point piece is, of the puzzle they can be the book. they can be good people and still hold you back now because that is, yeah. because they don't have self discipline themselves. Exactly. If they can't, if they don't have their own discipline in their life, how can you expect them to help you speed up yourself? It's something I've been really fucking getting at lately, and you know, is like, all right, I realized this. All right, people get sober, and I looked at my like, I went out back and lived in sober living. You know, people get sober and they think it's the end all be all. It's all their eggs in one basket. Like, oh, find a girl. This is my way end all be all. Yep, they think that's it. When in reality, that's horseshit. Because so many people fucking get 
and stay sober, but they're fat as fuck. <laughs> they drink a shit ton of soda. They eat their fucking bullshit ass sweets and fucked up food. They don't do anything more. They're like, I'm good. I'm finally off the drugs. But I'm sober. I'm sober, mom. I'm proud of you, Jimmy. That's it. They think that's good. And that's bullshit. There are so many more aspirations and shit to build out here in this world. And that's why I'm so happy with my combined conjunction of the health and the fucking recovery sobriety shit. You they know? became content. And it's always a constant growing. That's what I'm like happy about. And then thinking about the long term, about like, all right, yeah, the job's great. You know what I mean? It pays the bills. But we got to find that progressive income. You know, eventually get some properties. We can, you know, fucking rent out Airbnb. We can fucking, like, there's there's so much more ways out here that you got to strive for. And you got to write down. And you got you to gotta fucking. Get some sponsors. It's beautiful. It's, it's. See, I got to spit it out, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it ain't. It ain't instant gratification like the vape. It takes about probably like three times longer. But then when that fucker starts hit, bro, I, that's why I like these things. I'm just like, all right, I got my nicotine. I know because I start feeling like I'm dying. <laughs> but I do buy the highest milligram like of these fucking things. See, that took me off course. It was like that yeah. was the notification. That's exactly but it. What I'm getting at is like, man, the aspirations out here are unreal. As we just said, how there's so many, you know, things you can do with your money to look like a higher, you know, and be a fucking higher valuable person. And it's it's absolutely fucking endless. You know what I mean? Per se. Do so, it with your money or just physicality of your body. Exactly. And it's a, it's just such a beautiful nonstop fucking ongoing process that, you know, it's it's the journey in itself right there. And then when you get the, really going, the smallest things can really like either open a door or close it. Like the fact that you had a haircut that day might have someone might have noticed something and you had this opportunity open to you because they noticed your haircut and that had nothing to do with money or what possessions you had. It's just the little things. And what you don't realize is you're in control of those little things. You're in control of the way people perceive you. You got to pay attention to how you may come across. I never thought about it that way, about the whole cut scenario of getting it weekly. I never it's, thought it's about that, anything. how other people like look at me then. It's they're like, anything. well, he's always got a fucking, he's always cleaned up. Yeah. I never thought about it. Does he got dirty way. fingernails on right now? Like, what's he looking like? He ain't too dirty. Does he stink? What does he smell like? Exactly. And that's, that's, that's a beautiful fucking thing, man. All that plays a part in how you're perceived. That's trippy, man. That's really trippy. You don't think about those things. It just comes kind of natural. Like, you know, that's another thing, too. People with bad hygiene, man. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Why? It's Then it all falls back into that, that lazy scenario. They think they got one thing accomplished. They think they're good for life. And it's just like, then it, then it falls into my brain right now. What is my brain saying right now when I'm in this topic? I'm saying, like, fuck, am I becoming too judgmental? Is it bad to be judgmental? Who, who can solve that question for me? Is it bad to be judgmental? Stop there and just let it breathe. Is Pray it bad it. to be judgmental? See, the, the thing about being judgmental is your 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 thoughts are going to judge regardless of whether you speak it or not. Subconscious, yes. Your brain just does that. That's when you see something, your brain instantly makes that connection. Like, oh, he is lazy or whatever the <laughs> fuck. So it's like, yeah. And it's not like we make fun of fat people for being fat. We, we're trying to get you off your ass so you can become healthy and fucking do better for yourself i don't hate anyone for being fucking lazy it just i'm out here trying to motivate them 
I, I want everyone to fucking win. Like, that. I want to help people, but sometimes they need that fucking heart. They need that tough love, that harsh fucking words to get, get their dick in motion. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah, it might be judgmental, but, I mean, that's just the way it is. But that's, it's not just the way it is. It's my choice to, to say what I say. So, yeah, it's my choice to be judgmental. But I'm okay with that. I'm yeah, totally okay I, I, with I'm that. And I'm thankful at least I can be one that's influenced by, you know, strong words. You know what I mean? Like, because there's the people out here who are, you know, in confinement and they have to be persuaded by fucking, you know what I mean? Physicality of maybe fucking getting their ass beat. Like the I mean? lady last night who called me misogynist for a joke. I'm like, well, I'm still going to choose to not. I'm still going to make that choice to say the same joke. I don't care cool you gave me feedback but i don't care how you perceive me. well that's the thing do i care how they perceive me but at the end of the day i know i'm not misogynistic not in the least so it's like it's just a fucking joke lady so at the end of the day i don't know what you have to remember is there's there's a duality there's like two parts there's two parts to your personality maybe even more there's the part that you sh that you show the people in your life, like your family and your coworkers. There's the like the professional side of you, and then there's the part where you just like where you could say fucked up shit, be a dick, but those two different pieces are you. Like, oh, you could be a rapper and a businessman. You could be a stand-up comedian and a fucking motivational speaker. I don't fully understand it. I don't get it, but I'm just like trying to put the pieces together. I'm not saying I got it all figured out, but there's a there's more than because it's a true thing. Like, obviously, I don't show my family like, hey, watch my reels on TikTok. Like, no, I try to keep that fucking life separate from this fucking life where I'm entertaining people and saying crazy shit. Exactly. The shit I say is not who I am. But I'm trying to make it make it so where I'm not gonna say some like goofy, funny shit in real life. I'm gonna just save that for the, the other realm. I'm gonna be professional on this end and then save that goofy shit for the other realm. Which brings me to another point. You're in control of your actions and emotions and the way you respond to people. So they they say responsibility is your response space ability. Your ability to respond. Let's say someone cuts you off in traffic. You're like, oh, it's man. your choice to be that like, happened. fucking bitch. That honk, happened the honk, other honk, night. And scream. Bro. It happens all the fucking time. But it's your choice. You can't blame that person for cutting you off or running into you. It's your choice to how you're going to respond to react, it. React, yeah. Whether you react to it, and it all or goes you, like, "How's your day going? Has it been like nice, and you've been at peace, or have you been like pretty angry yourself?" And it's like, that's when those like road rages like really fucking take off. So it's like, you're right. How do you... And take responsibility. Can't blame nobody but you. Man, that's the truest fucking saying out here. And you don't have to answer to anybody but yourself. Literally. Because if you fuck up in life, that's no one's fault but your own. It's kind of like... if you let someone fuck you. That's yeah. still on you. And you like, let it happen. And honestly, like, I've always looked at this in the long run of people that, like, get fired from jobs. You don't get fired from the job. You fire yourself. Truth. Honestly. Truth. Like, that's what I, like, I've looked at. And, like, 
I even have like a, you know what I mean? I know of a person that got fired from their job and they tried to blame it was like racism or yeah, some shit. That's the fucking easiest cop out ever. Yep. That's that victim shit. Like, all we, you're once a victim, you're just going to be a victim, victim forever. Nope. Fuck that poor, poor, pitiful me shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and that's. You're never going to get anywhere with that fucking mentality. Oh my God. He's so offensive. Oh, Jesus. No, you put yourself in that place. That's the thing is people. People can't take responsibility, simply. People can't discipline themselves, and they can't take responsibility for anything. Well, Unless all they people. have that spiritual awakening, Not all man. people. Unless you have that spiritual awakening like us, you got to you gotta just be able to fucking adhere to it. Because, I mean, this shit, it really is, like, it's serious. It's like, dude, why take the easy way out? That's so fucking boring. It's so boring, dude. Boring. It makes me just, like... When I think of the easy way, I think of me in middle school when I would just, like, binge eat fucking, like, you know what I mean? Snacks fucking, like, all day long. Like, the fucking just binge eating snacks. Like, yeah. I remember this feeling, bro. Yeah. I remember this feeling, and I never want to feel this Take way again. The there's, like, there's two feelings I never want to feel. That feeling of when I was fucking homeless in my Jeep and I didn't have mm. anything to eat and I was withdrawing from fucking drugs and alcohol. I never want to feel that way again. And that one type fucking feeling I had when I was sitting in like this like this weird chair in middle school playing video games and I was just binge eating food, bro, when I was fucking chubby and fucking just, you know. And I remember getting up out of the chair and there was like chip crumbs all over my legs and shit <laughs> and like, bro, just shit all in the chair. And I just felt fucked. Mm. I was like, dude, I like it, it fucked me up. I was just like, I never want to feel that but way. That reminds you just reminded me of when you were living in the Jeep and you had this mentality like this guy who I work with at the landscape factory, <laughs> why is he he's you know, he might have his own problem, but because that fucking rubbed off on you, you can't blame him for your problems. No. Or the fact that he didn't reach his hand out and let you stay at his, his house or whatever. You can't blame him for none of that shit. I'm fickle. I never asked him to stay there. But you got to understand, you, as long as you took responsibility for that, then you, you did the right thing. It's like, yeah, I'm sleeping in this Jeep, but I got no one to fucking thank for that but myself. As long as you took responsibility, then you fucking... You grinded it out, and and now you got to where you're at now. So that's a good point. It feels shitty. Feels shitty like eating just eating potato chips all day and just fucking up video games. I just ugh, I can't even start my console anymore. That would just that would bro exactly. That's literally like jerking off to me right now. That's, like that's like coming to me is yeah, me turning yeah. on my Xbox. Bro, I haven't played my fucking Xbox in like fucking months, and I literally like I had I got I got a brand new console right, and I like told myself all right I'm gonna fucking eventually transfer it over so I can donate my other console to people in need that want to fucking you know who need it to play to get out of their brain and their boredom of like the early yeah. stages of sobriety. And I finally There's nothing else for them to do because all they their main goal of yep. the day really is just to stay sober. Yep, so exactly just keep their brain busy. Beautiful, dude. Because I had that console when I was in fucking treatment, so I like I knew how important it is to have that shit. And it was just like it was heavy and dope for me. But then like after I like fucking got on there, like I didn't even want to play a game there, and I didn't even want to. I still don't even want to play a game on my new console. I'm still just like. Because I, I told the guys, they're like, oh, don't you fucking play? And I was like, 
I was like, I'm not going to lie to you, man. I was like, having a fucking console and treatment, that is top tier, and that's a necessity. That's why I brought it here for everybody. And I said, and you know why I'm donating it. But I said, but now the point in my life, I say video games don't accomplish anything. They, It's just kind of a, a waste of time. Like, that, I, I just, always am doing something. That, that is one thing, but it's like they're not even really fun. Like, you don't even get too much enjoyment out of it when you really sit down and do it. That's, that's why I quit in the first place. It's like... This isn't even fun. I downloaded all these games. I bought them, and I don't even know which one to play. I'm switching back and forth. Play it for a few minutes. And then you end up playing the free games. You're like, bro, I just spent thousands on fucking real games. I'm sitting here playing Apex Legends. This shit was free. It's like a mind fuck. It just doesn't make sense to me. It don't make sense to me. Yeah, video games, you don't accomplish anything. When you're playing video games yeah at all it's just like man there's more to do there's more to do and i think that's a maturity thing i think that's strictly what that is yeah that's what it comes down to it's a disciplined thing it's like i, I just worked all day i just want to go home and fucking relax play video games but that ties in with tv too I haven't been watching TV either. Oh, but I that's a force. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched television. I would like to sit down and watch some Netflix, but I won't allow it. Even at night, because by Cause the you don't time I'm at night, out of that either. By the time it's nighttime and it's time to bed down, I'm like, I'm bedding down. I'm going to fucking sleep. I don't need to stay up and watch some fucking pointless shit. Yeah. Now a movie's good every once in a while. I will say that. A Every movie? once in a while, a good movie. Like just, I, I watched, you need it. I watched like the last movie I watched. I watched Hacksaw Ridge. It had like Vince Vaughn in it, and like it was just like about World War II. This medic who never picked up a gun in his life and refused to, but he wanted to be a medic. And they tried to like fucking, uh, man, like they tried to court martial his ass for not picking up a gun during training. And, they tried to tell him no, but then he ended up saving like 70-something people or something like that. In real life, it's all based on true story. Like saving 70-something people from this like Hacksaw Ridge over in Japan. And like it was just like, it was a wholesome-ass movie. But then like it had me fucked up because like it had that, the World War II relationship. He found a nurse, fell in love, got married before he went in. So I guess you're just simple. So I was back then. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, so I was a little fucked up over that. I'm like, yeah. This but you got to understand, this is probably the best time to be alive. And Because we, we don't have to go and fight a war but, right now. But there's like, that's the beautiful thing is like, there's some things that have stuck that have been made over um, or almost over a hundred years ago that are still the same and they still work such as yeah. like, I mean, for one, like, obviously, I'll, there he goes again. Yeah, yeah, talk. No, like the Alcoholics Anonymous, them mm. twelve steps have been in the same the twelve same twelve steps, the same book for a, almost a hundred years, and it's a system that works. It works, dude. <laughs> it works. No reason it, to you ch- work it. <laughs> it's just so well, fucking. Look true. at the Bible. That shit's been around for two thousand plus years, bro. Like, obviously, there's something there. Yeah. So it's like then you kind of just realize what's uh, era based. You know what I mean? What's era based? Mm-hmm. What's fucking. A lot of things change with the times. Yeah. But the truth will always win. Exactly. And kind of realizing this, like looking at it from, you know, the whole point of this past 50 minutes that we've spoke or whatever. You know what I mean? Like you just kind of look at like, it's okay. It's okay, man. Like all that shit that like we just talked about that like, you know what I mean? All that shit that's been hindering you. It's okay. 
it's it's actually okay because that's just the day to it's just the age we're in today and yeah acceptance exactly oh fuck acceptance is such a beautiful thing it's such a beautiful word just understand that's the way the game is played today and you know the rules so it's the whole play the game peace and the pain man the whole if you can't beat them join them you know what i mean it's just it's a beautiful thing to keep the ball you know rolling and it's it's all gonna work out man just fucking just, just get up just get the fuck up man just get the fuck best up thing you can do is understand the rules of the game yep there is these rules out there and you know it's there's take- rules in the dating world <laughs> there's rules in the money world yep there's, it's it's just like and if you can't find it all on google and you know what i mean you got to just go talk to somebody you know that's what it is you got to have another interaction with another human being that'll kind of set you straight you know what i mean probably won't be a female unless that female's a dyke or lesbian and then you know then she'll be able to spit some wisdom at you well that was a little misogynist i'm not trying to be that struck me as a little too much my aunt my aunt uh, i'm saying it like i'm from the ghetto my aunt no my aunt struck me that was different what was that my aunt is a that was some like 2020 gonzo shit you just spilled right there for real but i mean yeah you can't you can't like normally just talk to a normal woman if you can then that might just build your friendship journey of like oh learning about this woman what does she care about what is you know what i mean that that then that might spark your direction of actually well, slowly this, but surely but a woman is not going to tell you how to become a man <laughs> i'll tell you that no that's the fucking truth of that's it all. when you turn to a but an older masculinity man. is not um you know what i mean it's not a thing of like uh you know, mean or, no. you know what I mean, anger. It's about being, it's in strength and discipline. Rot, responsibility, yes. discipline. That's what masculinity is. It's a fucking beautiful fucking thing. Mm-hmm. It's about strength and it discipline, is. responsibility. A lot of these boys got to disconnect with masculinity these days. That's what it is. The world's gone soft. And, yeah. And you know what I mean? But it's, it's a softer world. And to touch on like a you burning. You become soft in a softer world. Exactly. And to touch on a Bernie desire, the Chinese balloon that got shot down today. So I follow a page from an ex-Special Forces guy, and uh, he spits (laughs) that heat, you know what I mean? And about, like, you know, things that are happening that the news is not saying. And, you know, a lot of his posts sometimes get taken down. through the mall. I saw that on the TV. A transit or some shit. They drove a car through the mall and out. They went down the aisle around the corner and back. Kenwood? We got to look it up. I don't know. I just saw it on Fox News at the gym. Oh, okay. It was Global. It wasn't Cincy. Or was it Cincy? It might have been Cincy. I don't know. (laughs) I really don't know. He said, nah. She that shit was fire. They were playing it on the TV. <laughs> and then some bros got shot up in like, Avondale. I seen and that. And they had, you know that. what I'm saying? The two brothers were like, we don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> but that's said, a different story. He said, I was just upstairs listening to my Will Smith CD. <laughs> Man, I was listening to that NBA young boy. All of a sudden, there's some gunshots. I'm like, hold up. Is that little Kenny? Nah, that's Trey. That's Trey Trey. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what I'm trying to say though is, I mean, I I thoroughly, you know, what I mean, I don't like to get too into the conspiracy theory or like uh, the whole like uh, doomsday prepper or whatever. But that's where another like a thing is like you have to realize like, oh, this is not just like a um, a, a a status or a um, 
you know, uh, what is it called? A I'm trying to think of the best word here. Not a, um, you know, a, a a picturesque like point of view to just get built and be masculine. No, it's about like also, you know, you never know if we do end up going to war with China because that is something that has been talking about like semen retention. There has been a retention between us for fucking God knows been how long. Bust on them yes. Chinese. Oh my God, the semen retention. <laughs> we just been waiting to bust on them Chinese. And, and this guy from who's ex special forces, he's been saying, you know, it's really looking fucked for America if we go to war with China. Because uh, no matter how great of a country we are and how strong we are and how many blades or I mean, how many firearms behind every blade of grass here in the country that's not militarized or whatever the fuck is our military numbers are down as fuck compared to China. I don't believe that. Um, You know what I mean? It's more so. I don't believe that. What is this propaganda you're spewing? Well, what he is saying is. This is propaganda. Is we are actually down in recruits. I don't think so. And it's because of uh, the, um, oh God, what is the best way to put this? The standards for our soldiers in today's society. They want our soldiers to be obviously like fucking good. You can't just be like, hey, I'm leaving the bar and signing up for the war, Sarah. Yeah. No, you can't. I don't know. Sounds like propaganda. Like if this you guy... have like one or two things wrong with you, they're not letting you in the service. That's not the case. But um, that's not the case. Anyway. The army I... is stronger than it's ever been. I am very excited because I'm on my pathway to get back into doing what... Uh, this what, is the greatest country in the world. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back into the right to bear arms here soon. So uh, that's going to be awesome to have and be building on that front. But uh, you never know if that day is going to come eventually and the Chinese invade America. We got... What the fuck are we going to do? We can't control it. That's what I'm saying. You we're gotta gonna pick f- your battles, son. We're gonna militia up. I'm just nah. saying, if that day comes, you know, what I mean, you hear the alarms going off. You know, like those like weather alarms you'd hear on Wednesdays while you're at school. You're like, oh my god, we're getting nuked, or like the world at war, like our enemy artillery. I don't fear that just shit. Just the tornado. I don't alarm. fear that shit. I fear you God. You can't fear it. I fear the rapture. I don't give a fuck about exactly. some Chinese. I'm just saying, up, like, be ready, man. That shit nah, happens. Be ready for be when. Be fucking ready. Be ready for when the Lord steps his foot back on this earth. That's what you really gotta worry. Oh about. man, this is a burning desire right there. I want to talk about that. So like, isn't that supposed to happen in some fucking point in time? Or like, no one knows the time nor the hour. Not even the angels in heaven. Yeah, yeah. But like, he's supposed to come back, and then isn't there supposed to be another antichrist? I don't know. They too? said he was dropping like a mixtape, some shit, bruffing a drop. I don't know. Frank Ocean. They said he was coming back. I don't even know. I feel like Yay would be on God's mixtape. On God. Yeah. It'd be like, yay. I don't think Drake would make the cut. Yeah, because he's the sixth guy. Yeah. But I think, like, it would definitely be yay. I think Wayne would be on there. Probably M. Probably, like... Nah, the game wouldn't be on there. The game wouldn't be on that bitch. Damn. Yeah, I don't think 50 would be on there. I think 50 might be on there. 50 might. Yeah, 50. Yeah. He can bring some shells to that shit. I don't know about Hove. Puss, you scared. I, I don't can think, hear your heart beat. I don't know if Hove would be on that shit. I don't think Hove would be on God's mixtape. Yeah, he'd be like, he'd be on some like Antichrist shit. Yeah, yeah, he's on. He that might shit. be the Antichrist, bro. Yeah, for real. He seems like it. He could H be. H to the is O, V to the is A. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's another thing, though. Like, I don't know. Like, I remember reading about that. There's supposed to be a third Antichrist. 
A third? There wasn't even a first. What the fuck? Napoleon and Hitler, the first two. Nah. I thought those were the two Antichrists nah. considered in the history books. Nah. Nah. There's no one. There is the Antichrist. Oh, really? The Antichrist. I don't know why I read Hitler that. wasn't. Hitler was powerful, but he wasn't Antichrist powerful. Really? He, he couldn't bend the air and do magic tricks. Uh, you gotta he, he have could like, just convince, you gotta have some avatar shit. In he you. could just convince a lot of white males like us to do some outlandish shit. That's all he was good at. Jesus, he was a good motivator, so you gotta give him that. <laughs> oh, that was like yay, fucking talking about that shit. But um, that's the truth. I mean, how else do you get him to kill seven plus million Jews unless you really? You gotta have some type of charisma. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta be good at communicating at some, some sense. I mean, you said they were gonna take our bread and our milk. <laughs> That's fine, but definitely not saying he was a good guy. Fuck that. I remember when I was in treatment and I was like, I was on like a Zoom class for the day because it was still like COVID out. Man, and uh, I remember looking at the group facilitators like fucking tabs on his computer, and he had a fucking he had mind comp pulled up. Hey, sometimes you gotta check in. <laughs> I was like, bro, what are we looking at? Bro, that's history. Nobody else saw it, but I did. I was just like, that's just history. He probably just wanted to learn about it. I still talk to that girl, so nothing he's wrong good, with learning about it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. You brought up Chinese propaganda. That's when I fell off. Yeah, it's just like I don't know, man. That's the that's the point. You shouldn't have said it because you don't know. And whoever the fuck you heard it from, he don't know dick from fucking pussy. So. He don't know his armpit from his asshole. Yep. They want you to be scared. Oh, I'm not so much That's scared. That's what sells. Of like, they want you to be scared. I'm like, I'm ready. I couldn't be in the service. I'm going to defend the country regardless. That's what I kind of want. Like, just be with some good old boys. You got to become a dangerous man. That's what it is. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. What day is it? I think it's February 4th. Yeah. It's as Well, Saturday, we got it brother. all out. I'll tell you what, we got a bust and a half on this one. I think it's a good time to, you know, call it. Hell yeah. Got it all out. Thanks, boys and girls, for listening. I appreciate all of you. Yeah. All righty. Matt. Thank you. My peace on your mother. Peace.